0: And here we are, we're up to the main event. It's gonna be a Bantamweight bout for the championship at 135 pounds. The current champion is Adriano Moraes from Brazil. He goes by McKeanho, not sure what that means, must be some type of Portuguese term. If you know, put it down below in the comment section. I appreciate that. He's up against the former UFC champion, Demetrius Johnson, who goes by Mighty Mouth. Johnson's 23 and four and one overall. Three and two in his last five fights. He left the UFC 2018. We'll talk about why. Kind of an interesting story there. He hails from Kirkland, Washington, 36 years old. Five foot three in height with a 66 inch reach. And he's out of AMC pancreation. 135 pounder guys, right? These are smaller dudes. Now, Marias is much taller though. At five foot eight, has a five inch height advantage. I don't believe he's that much taller. They did fight before. I think he has a few inches, but I don't think he's that much taller. And he's a 69.3 inch. Reach, so he does have a longer arms, longer legs. And as for Marias, he trains out of American Top Team, 33 years old, three years younger than Demetrius. He's out of Brazil, four won his last five fights, and 20 and three overall record for the very impressive current champion, Marias. Now, as for tapology, it appears Johnson is the favorite now, getting 67% of the votes, only 33 percent coming from Marias. Interesting. They did fight last year, and Marias won that fight, and he won it in dominant fashion. We're going to talk at length about these two guys, because to be quite honest with you, I went back and forth and back and forth. What interests me about this fight is two things. One, we don't have UFC this week in our Bellator, so we're relegated to LFA, won championships, and this will be the only thing I think on Friday night. It'll be on Amazon. If you've checked on Amazon, by the way, they have one events going on from now all the way through December. So they've got some kind of a deal with one championship. So this event will be on Friday night. It'll be the main event. I believe all eyeballs will be on this event. So that's why it kind of piqued my interest. Now, the second thing I like about this fight is the money line. It's a pick 'em. So if you can find a side you like, there's good value. I'm not going to talk much about props here. I think the prop situation won't be as attractive. Now, this is also available on DraftKings. That's the third reason why it really attracted me. I'm like, wait a second. DraftKings has it. No Bellator, no UFC. We've got to pick them price. So we've got right now Adriano Marias at minus 105, Demetrius Johnson at minus 110, I'll get it out the way and tell you that I think Demetrius Johnson wins this rematch. I believe he picks up the win here. I'll be betting on him. Not sure exactly how much, but I think the veteran makes the adjustments to get a win in this matchup. Now, let's talk more about the details of these two fighters and why I've concluded that I think Demetrius Johnson will win. we got to emphasize the difference in the rules. One championship has very different rules. Number one, the referee is a lot more active. It's annoying, yes, but he's much more active. If the fighters are not busy, he's like clapping, telling them, let's go. Referees will stop the fight, like a minute into the fight. They'll stop the fight and tell both fighters, if you don't get going here, I'm going to take a point away. I'm going to give you a yellow card, wherever the case may be. So there's a different type of set of rules. You can need a grounded opponent. That's how Johnson lost his first fight when he fought against Moraes last year. So you can need a grounded opponent. They don't score by round. They score the overall body of work. So just some things to consider when you're listening to this fight breakdown. Let's talk about Adriano Moraes first. He went professional in 2011, a lot of experience. He has fought 15 fights in one championship. Very busy fighter and obviously a staple of that division. Been a champion for a while. His last fight was against a guy named Yuya Wakamanas, a Japanese fighter. That was this year. A round three submission win. This fight was very hard to watch. The referee, in my opinion, played too much of a role. He must have stopped the fight four or five times. One time for some tape in the glove. Okay. Another time because he thought somebody got a low blow, but the guy was fine. He's like, are you okay? Are you Okay. Then several times to tell the fighters to create more action, to fight more. And that's indicative of the way that Adriano fights. We're going to talk more about that in a second. But this referee, in my opinion, crossed too many lines. The one thing I did see was the yellow card. He pulled out the yellow card. So he basically, it's like a formal warning, and he gave it to both fighters. He goes to one side of the octagon, shows it, goes to the other side of the octagon. Now, mind you, he did that with only 28 seconds into, I believe, round number two or three. And it's like dude, give these guys a second to fucking fight. But you should keep this in mind. If you delay too much and you don't fight, the referee will take a point away from you and he can do that. So that fight was his last fight. He won by submission. What you see in that fight is prototypical. Adriana Moraes taking his time. The dude takes his time. He uses it as a mechanism to frustrate his opponents. I'm going to give you an example. You know, when you were playing like Madden online, the one team or the team you're playing against online, the guy would just hold the ball and drain the clock and basically try to keep away from you to fuck you up and mess up your strategy. Or if you're fighting UFC 4 on, a, on a Xbox or whatever console, and the guy you're fighting is always backing up and using distance to kind of maintain you know his space and, and be safe, he fights like that. Now, from one side of it, I give Adriano Marias a bunch of credit. That's a great strategy. He keeps himself safe. But he's constantly getting warned by the referees that he needs to be more busy. And you see that in this fight where he's not engaging. He's like doing a little lower leg kick, no jab, just lower leg kick. That's a bit of an issue. We're going to talk more about that. Nonetheless, though. He then finds a way to get a submission because what ends up happening is the, the opponent here, Wakamata, starts making mistakes. He exposes himself, gets frustrated, and there we get the submission win for Adriano. Now, prior opponent, he fought Demetrius Johnson last year. Round two KO win. It was probably the best finish of Adriano Marias's career. He first gets an uppercut that knocks down Demetrius because Demetrius is coming in a little bit too wild, not being respectful of the power of Adriano, trying to push the pace. He's an aggressive fighter. He catches an un- uppercut. That drops him. Now, as he's trying to get back up, Demetrius Johnson, that is, he catches a knee to the head, right to the face of Adriano. And yes, you can land knees to grounded opponents and won championships. That knee was the beginning of the end. A few more strikes and the fight was called. I do want to point out, though, that shortly after that knockout happened, Demetrius Johnson was back on his feet, seemed totally okay. So I'm not really worried about the long-lasting impacts of that knockout. And it is the only time that Demetrius Johnson's ever been knocked out in his career, or even finished at all in his career. The guy had a long run in the UFC. Anyway, beautiful win for Adriano Marias And again, you see the strategy. He's making the people play his game. They're coming towards him. His lateral footwork's amazing. He's circling. He's frustrating people. Eventually, they come in, they get sloppy, and he catches them. That's his technique. He also fought a guy named Karyat Akhmedov. That was in 2015. And also, I believe they fought again in 2000. And maybe 2017 they fought twice and 2015 he had a split decision loss that got me to thinking more i started looking back further into his topology and it tipped me off to some other things but karyat Akhmatov is not a bad fighter but that's a, a tip to something i'm going to talk about more later on we'll get back to that fight later all right so what do i like here about mr marias number one He attacks the outside calf of his opponent. So whoever he's fighting against, if the lead leg is out there, he will attack that calf. It's his way of setting up his distance. It's his jab. He doesn't have a jab. It's his lower leg kick. He takes his time. He's very careful about his approach. He does it maybe to a fault, but it's part of his strategy. He doesn't just come rushing in. He never will be that guy. He has a nice flying knee. He'll land it sometimes. He has a nice head kick, doesn't throw it a lot, some body kicks. But for him, he wants to feel things out, drop the lower leg kick, lateral lateral movement good foot movement never is easy to hit he's never a standing target you got to give him that and great cardio he could run for the entire five rounds i shouldn't say run lateral movement for all five rounds now what are my concerns you know sometimes it's glass full glass half empty situations with fighters he does take his time he does have patience he can lose points for that in one championships i believe he fights way too many close fights because of this fighting style this patient approach not wanting to get his hands too dirty and so he has a very unique statistic. If you look at his record, for example, right? Mr. Marias is 20 and three. How has he lost his three losses? All three by split decision. And you see that's because that's the way he fights. He fights down to his opponent, number one. That's a terrible quality. Secondly, he fights close fights. So here's a guy who doesn't have the sense of urgency. That's the word I want to use. I'm not saying he's not a good fighter. He's got finishing ability, very good athlete, current champion. You can go on and on with the accolades of why this guy's a good fighter. But the reality is he is a guy who does not push pace. He has no sense of urgency. And if you want to beat this guy safely, just drag him into round three, four and five and don't push the pace. Let him run around. I would just stand right in the middle of the cage until the referee, look, he's got to come over here and fight me. If he want to fight me right here, take a point from him because he will not engage. And that's the big problem. I have with Adrian Marais. He depends upon his opponent to make mistakes. I understand why that's worked for him in one championships. But Demetrius Johnson is a former UFC champion. In the first fight, makes a mistake, gets clipped. Not a lucky shot by Adriano Marias. No, nope, not a lucky shot. But the point is, I thought Demetrius Johnson maybe underrated him in that first fight. He got caught. So when I'm looking at the positives of Adriano Marias, some of those same positives also become some of his weaknesses. Now, looking back at his tapology, we talked about some of those opponents, right? The split decision losses. He fought a guy named Gigi Ustayo. Ustayo? three times he fought him in one championships. Now geeky is 14 and eight overall. Okay. Not the most amazing fighter, not a UFC level type of fighter. The first fight Marias wins by a guillotine choke in round two. Now the second time they fought Marias lost by split decision. So that means the guy made an adjustment third time they fought Marias won by decision. So this is a guy he fought three times who's 14 and eight overall. And for lack of better words, it wasn't easy for him. It wasn't easy win the first time, yeah, second third time not so much it's an example of his fighting style i don't believe it works again this time all right let's talk here about demetrius johnson so demetrius johnson went 9-0 as an amateur nice amateur career went professional 2009 and then 2011 makes his break into the ufc he fought in wec and alaska fighting championships before going to ufc we've heard so many jokes about how the alaska regional scene is not very good well hey uh, tell that to lauren murphy and to my man demetrius johnson Anyway, he's a former UFC flyweight champion. He was the champion for about six years, from 2012 to 2018. Had a bunch of defenses of his title. He won his belt over, I believe, Joseph Benavides. That was in 2012 via split decision. Ironically enough, he lost his belt 2018 to Cejudo via split decision. He had a 15-3-1 record in the UFC before he left. So why did he leave? Why did this guy leave the UFC? Well, interesting story. He was traded for Ben Askren, right? Check this out. And it was the first time that a major promotion had engaged in actually trading of the athletes. And so a deal was done between Dana White, and the UFC, and the one championship promotion. Now, for Demetrius Johnson, he did have a say in this. He did want to pursue it himself. He talked about growing up watching Asian mixed martial arts and being a fan, feeling young, and wanting to try something else, something different. So I would imagine Demetrius Johnson maybe has a year or two more in one championships, and we see him pop back up in the PFL, Bellator, or maybe another run in the UFC. Okay. I mean, he lost his last fight UFC by a split decision to Henry Cejudo. I mean, go figure. It. The guy looks good. And since going over to one championships, he's four and one with the only loss against our guy here, Marias last year in our film library. You'll see a link there for Demetrius Johnson to read about why he left the UFC kind of looking back at it. Now it's like the Babe Ruth trade, right? He got traded for Penn Askren, and you're like Penn Askren <laughs> moving on after he lost Adriano Marias last year, he fought a guy named Rod Tang, 2022 round two rear naked choke. Now, first thing you notice here, it says custom rules. These one championships events, they do some really quirky shit, dude. These custom rules bouts, they're very unique. This was back in March of this year, not too long ago. Round one was Muay Thai. And in round one, this Rod Tang guy comes out and he pushes pace. I thought he won round one. He was landing some hard shots. He was backing up Demetrius Johnson. And Johnson was returning some punches, landing some power. But again, I thought he got pieced up. And it answered one of the questions that I had. I'm like, why would they put him in there for this custom rules bout against a guy who has no MMA experience? Like, he's a layup, right? No, first round was a fucking war. And what I saw from the first round is that his chin is just fine. And I'm not expecting him to get knocked out with one punch by Adrian Marías because this Asian guy, Tang, he was tagging him the fuck up. It was a very busy first round. Round two, it's now mixed martial arts rules. <laughs> okay, they, they switch it up. Round one Muay Thai, round two, you know, MMA. I don't know what round three would have been, because we didn't get to round three. But in round two, what ends up happening is DJ Demetrius Johnson gets his one and only takedown, immediately transitions to back control, this Muay Thai guy who has no MMA wins, no MMA experience at all. He gives up a rear naked choke fairly easily. And so it's a win. At first I thought, what a shitty fight. Why is he taking this fight? But here's the thing though. One championships, they like this guy. They traded for him. They've invested in DJ. They wanna see him successful. It's a custom rules bout. It was a glorious finish. You saw the crowd going wild. This is what they brought him over here for. It's kind of like the reason why the PFL brought over Anthony Pettis. Now that hasn't worked out as well, but you get the idea. Former UFC champions in other promotions, they're trying to build themselves a name and a a fan base. It makes perfect sense, right? I'm going to get back to that in a second. And then, of course, we talked about the Adriana Marías fight. You cannot kick a grounded opponent in the head, by the way, and won championships. That would be crazy, but you could do the knee. (laughs) Anyway, let's talk here about what I like about DJ. What does he do well? Well, first of all, he, he wins championships. Former UFC champion and was not a champion like by fluke it wasn't a championship, you know, for a few days or a few months, six years. Has good striking and packs a powerful counterpunch. I believe his counterpunch is capable of cracking anyone. Now, last fight when I just mentioned before against Rod Tang, he did counterpunch that Asian guy, and that Asian guy had a blockhead. I don't know, he was just walking through it. Um, I'm not sure that he counter punches Adriano Moraes in this fight. To do some damage, because Marias is just so hard to get a hold of. He's he's always backing up. He's always circling. It's going to be more of a ground and pound and position control war, I believe, for Demetrius Johnson, though both guys have good jiu-jitsu. For Demetrius Johnson, pushes a very high pace, and he's very active. He's got to be careful, though. He cannot walk into the firing zone of Adrien Marias, and that's what happened last time. I like the forward pace. I like the pressure. I think that alone, forget about what happened in the first fight. Just that alone, the forward pace and pressure, if it goes to the scorecards, he's going to have the benefit there. He made a mistake in his last fight. He rushed in. He came in a little bit too aggressive, caught an uppercut that got knee in the face. He is a former UFC champion, not a, a former Bellator champion, not some former PFL champion. UFC, six years. This guy, I believe, has high fighter IQ, goes back to the drawing board, makes the adjustments, and comes out here and gets the victory. You see, that's what good fighters do. They make adjustments. Yeah, they come up short. They lose a fight. It happens. My last point about why I like Demetrius Johnson, they brought him over here. They traded for him. They gave him a good contract. He's getting paid good money. They want the belt around his waist. No offense to Adriano Marías. They would much prefer, from a marketing standpoint, to have a former UFC champion wearing the belt over there. This is what this is—the whole plan is. That's the goal. This bad boy gets to a close split decision. I guarantee Demetrius Johnson comes out on top. Now, maybe a split decision, but he comes out on top. That's if the fight goes to five full rounds. Both guys have great cardio. My only question about it not going five rounds is the submission ability. Both guys have good submission ability. And I want to think that Demetrius Johnson can stay away from getting submitted. But Adrian Morales is a tough character. And if he forces you to fight his game plan and he's up, let's say, two rounds, going into round three or four or five, and you start getting a little panicky, you fall right into his game plan. I'm not surprised if the fight goes to five full rounds that Mr. Morales gets a point taken away from him. See it happening. He does not engage. He backs up. And i'm not sure if that's only style or is maybe he a little tentative overall maybe he is tentative you know now what are my concerns here for dj the fight in between last fight with Demetrius johnson wasn't an mma fight it was a it was a circus you know first round Muay tie second round mma and he chokes out a guy who had no mma experience i didn't like that to me it's like i'd rather him just fight an mma guy and get a better tune-up and i started asking myself questions like why did they do that is it because they were worried about him maybe fighting a tough opponent and getting cracked and he had been knocked out last fight well, that didn't make any sense because the first round of that fight, he got cracked plenty by this Muay Thai guy. He was getting attacked by this guy, so it wasn't for that reason. And then I thought, well, was it just a promotional thing to keep him out there and like you know just to make sure there's still you know they're milking that cow? I'm like maybe. And then the last thing I thought to myself was maybe they just wanted an easier bout for him to get him some work, just get his confidence up. Just not really sure why he does win the fight, but I just had some question marks. You have to wonder, are the prime years behind him? He's 36 years old. In a division where 36 is the beginning of the end. This is a younger division. Was that knockout the first time he ever got finished his entire career? was that indicative i mean that's usually how it happens right you have a guy who has a really good career they're very durable next thing you know they start getting finished donald cerrone Ferguson, those type of guys where they're getting finished left and right i don't know if that's the case but father time is undefeated and you have to you know wonder about motivation is he still motivated what does he want to do after this does he want to go back to the ufc he's 36 he's going to go to bellator he's not that young anymore and last but not least, the aggressiveness. I like the forward pace and pressure, but he's got to be careful. It cost him the first fight. He can't be too wild, can't be too aggressive, and so he's got to be careful of that. It's a 135-pound division, but look, he still got himself cracked last time. Fight, last fight. In conclusion, guys, I'm going to side with the former UFC champion Demetrius Johnson. I know he lost last time around. I get it. I think Adriano Marias has got a very unique fighting style. But Demetrius Johnson, you know, you're not a six-year 6, six year champion in the UFC. by <laughs> luck, the guy has fought... Much better competition than Adrian Marias. I believe he wins the fight. Maybe we we'll see a trilogy next year at some point or later this year somehow in, in one championships. Marias has been a champion for a long time, but I think Demetrius Johnson, it's time to pass a torch. They brought him there for a reason. If this fight goes to a decision, remember what I said it's going to get to a nice, greasy decision. He'll win. If he doesn't put Marius away with some type of an overflow or power submission. But I think these guys are pretty durable. I expect to go the first, the full five rounds of the fight. So that's your breakdown, guys. I'm on DJ to win the fight, the former UFC champion. Let me know what you think. I would be in the fight. I'm just not sure how much. I'm not sure if I'm going to be doing one unit or two units on Dimitri Johnson straight up. But I'm going to be playing him pretty hard. because I think he's got a good advantage in this fight to win. See so if you guys agree with me. If you don't agree with me, put it down below. Let me know what you guys think. Give me some feedback. Give me some comments, suggestions. Deuces.